Hey guys, this is Danny. Welcome back to The Encounter by Redeem LA. Uh, we have today, we have Deb and we have, like, once again, Hannah. Thank you uh, for being here, as always. Um, and today, guys, we're going to start a new uh, series called The Influencer series which is uh you know we're gonna talk uh we're gonna start like speaking not stalking i hope right but <laughs> we're gonna be talking about you know what influences our life and the number one thing i think we, i always say that because it's so important but i think one of the most important things that we have to see that influences us is music and music is so so touchy and um in many ways and i think the first thing that i, I wanted to say was um we have to watch out what type of music we hear right yeah. because we see in the Bible that Lucifer himself was an angel of of not only light but of music, and he loved. And in that moment when he was good, I guess he he worshipped and he knew music. And he, the Bible says that he played um, a lot of instruments. And then, knowing that he went from light to darkness, we can see that uh, if he uses the same gifts that he had to the world. And he makes this type of music that is no longer so holy or so or so used for God. So um, the first question that we, we have here is, why is listening to worldly music a sin? I feel like that that's a poorly written, uh, what's it called? Um, question. question. Because I don't I don't think it's like a full blast, like, like, um, like oh, hell. you're going to hell if you listen to bad music, yeah. right? But uh, you want to say something? I think I think it would be nice if you give your two cents. You know, we were talking about in the last um, episode, I guess, that yeah. we we were speaking about. You know how God is going to, through His Holy Spirit, He's going to lead you to change things in your life, mm. and how some things that you used to do and be comfortable with are going to not make sense anymore in this new life of following Jesus, and um. There's this verse that has always been, you know, what what has me, like, personally, what has taught me that there are limits that I should put. You know, James 3, verse 11 says, Does a spring pour out sweet and bitter water from the same opening? Can a fig tree produce olives, my brothers and sisters? Or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can salt water spring yield fresh water. All I want to say with this is I can't use the same lips with which I am honoring God and praising him to to also sing things that really dishonor his name and just don't bring glory to him at all. I I feel like all of these things and you can be like, OK, yeah, but that doesn't say don't listen to worldly music. But this is something that the Holy Spirit is going to put in your heart and and I've lived it, like, because some people are like, oh, yes, but this song doesn't say anything bad. You should totally <laughs> sing it. It doesn't matter. And maybe that works for them because the Holy Spirit hasn't revealed them that. But in my case, I feel like I don't want to corrupt what God uses me with by giving it any, mm. like, by giving any of it. Not even the littlest amount, like the tiniest bit to the world. I want to use whatever I use. I want to use it exclusively for God. And I don't want him to look at me and say, how can your lips be a fountain of salty water and also sweet water? Mm. I want him to look at me as something stable. I want him to look at me as something firm in him. You know, I want him to look at us and say, 
okay, you are not, you do not vary just like I do not vary. Like your gifts are mine only, you know, because God is, is jealous for us. Mm. And I feel like this is a lot to, this has a lot to do with love because I love him. It's like being in love. You don't, you do not call your significant other, um, baby, honey, and then just call that to anyone else. Right. This, like your love, your beautiful words, your details, your gestures, they, they should be exclusively for the person you love. And that's how I feel about the music, you know, in, in this case. If God has gifted you with an instrument, with your voice, with like a beautiful gift in music, why would you give this beautiful present not only to your significant other, but to everyone else? I feel like it it could, in my case, again, I'm not saying this is for you, but in my case, I feel like it makes it less special. When I offer something to the Lord, and it makes and it makes more, it makes uh, it makes perfect sense, right? The more everybody has, the less important and special it becomes. Amen. We can see in First of Samuel sixteen twenty three that this is where where uh, the harmful spirit would come to Saul, and the minute that David uh, started playing um, the lyre with his hand, uh, it says that so Saul was refreshed and was well, and the harmful spirit would depart from him. So, so let's just let's just. Let's just start using common sense and let's start uh, putting together this this scene. Do you believe that Saul, as a king, did not have a string quartet at his <laughs> at his at his? You know, like yeah. there was no iPods back then, right? So <laughs> he wasn't like, oh, send me my iPod. He had some musicians saying, hey, I want to hear my favorite song, play it, right? I'm sure he had that, but by him doing this, the spirit would come into him. So he would say, hey, hey, stop, 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 bring David and let him play his music. And what did David do? He worshipped God with his lyre. This is what you're saying. It's so important, Danny, because if you if you notice what triggers the evil spirit in Saul against David, it isn't a song that's praising Jesus. It's a song that's praising men. It's when the women that were there started celebrating their victory and they were like, oh, yes, Saul killed a thousand, David killed 10,000. Mm. That song that was not directed to the Lord, it triggered something evil inside Saul, and it was the envy. It was the need for the spotlight of him. You know, it was the need to compete. It was the the you know the deficiency in him to share mm -hmm. the obviously the battle that he had with teamwork because right. he could not stand working with David. Somebody, yeah. Or yeah, <laughs> or anyone. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't he couldn't see that it was about teamwork, you know. He couldn't see that the song was actually telling about how they both did amazing things. Sino que when when these songs that are not meant for the Lord, we listen to them more than we should. We we pay attention to them. These songs can can bring things out in us that are not good. That will stir out competition in between us. That will stir out bad feelings towards one another and, and and i feel like this is very important when the song comes from god because what did david do david praised the lord and that made the spirit that was not um peaceful you know in saul it just made it calm down you know it brought him peace it ministered peace but the song that was for man mm. it ministered envy it ministered something evil in him and i think you said it right now it triggered right yes. so saul's saul's trigger was that envy right that you said so that's just for example nowadays 
the music that we listen to or the bad music that it's available to us doesn't trigger envy, but it triggers sex. It triggers, uh, you know, fame. Depression. It triggers depression. Oh, my God. Because honestly, honestly, I have a constant fight with the youth that Billie Eilish is the most ridiculous person. And it's like, it's not only ridiculous, but, be, but because literally... Her whole look ministers that whole, I am sad, I am depressed, nobody loves me. And I'm like, why would you guys listen to her? Yeah. And this is exactly what you're saying. These, this music triggers things in us. Yes. And now we wonder, why am I being tormented by the spirit? <laughs> and then, look, look, what, look what Saul did. He yeah. called somebody that ministered in peace. With what music? With the right music that right. worship Amen. God. Yes, And I feel like we see this in our life um, daily. For example, I, I can remember uh, when I was younger, I would I feel sad or like I felt heartbroken. The first thing I would go listen to is not like pop and like, ooh, like more like upbeat music. I would listen to more like romantic music mm. of heartbreak and, and sadness. So I think it's super interesting that you guys are saying this because that's what we do. And there's uh, like doors that we leave open. And the things that these songs say is what we end up doing, what we end up thinking we feel. And uh, like you said right now with Billie Eilish, one of the things that she struggles with the most is depression. Yes. She and said it openly. Yeah, very openly. And she's young. She's not old. She's uh, very young. She's and like, what, 16, 17 years yeah. old? No, 18? Yeah, she's like 18, yeah. Yeah. let's say. And in that same way that when somebody gets on the altar and they minister the people of the Lord, like David, he ministered peace. We are ministered in that same boat with. Yeah, that's, with, yeah. with, 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 we don't know what kind of yeah, spirit. Yeah, and it's so crazy that we have to be careful what minister us. Yes. Especially like you said, right? So there's two types of people, right? People that are in the altar. And people that aren't, right? So if you're not in the altra and you're listening to Billie Eilish, I guess, you know, good luck with, with what good triggers. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, good luck with what triggers. But if you're in the altar and you listen to bad music, be careful because just like David, you can be ministering something that's incorrect. And that is literally a piece that we didn't say. And I think that was a great point, Dora. And, and we have to understand that what we listen to ministers, not only us, if you're in the altar, but people. Yes. That listens to you, uh, to you playing piano, playing drums, playing guitar, singing, playing trumpet, whatever it is that you play. We have to be careful because it does minister your soul. This, uh, all this ministers your soul. Danny, what is ministers? Because uh, a lot influences. of influences. Yeah, influences. You know what? Also, I was reading that the the word minister, like like uh, minister, comes from admi sorry administration, comes from the word minister. Mm. And admin it. So now we understand, right? So it means like taking care of, of course. you know, keeping things on check. And we have to understand. So let's, for example, I just want to say this and you guys can say your points because I know you guys have a lot to say. Um, <laughs> but just check this out. It says, so if we put worship music and it keeps our spirit in check, if we put worldly music, it keeps our flesh in check. Keeps our flesh in check. This is something very interesting because if you see, okay, so... Both David and Saul heard the same song, but the difference is that David was with God and mm. Saul was a little bit more into his flesh. Mm. I feel like it's because, hermana, it doesn't affect me as badly. Great, because you're feeding your spirit. That's why it hasn't affected you as badly. <laughs> right. Because you've been feeding your spirit, so your spirit is stronger. But look at what it did to Saul. Saul's spirit was weak because, I don't know, Perhaps he did not have the relationship with God that he should have had. He didn't. The Bible and he didn't. he didn't. Like, yeah. like you can you can check for evidence, okay? But this is very important. They both heard the same song, but because one was more spiritual than the other, one wasn't affected. And this is important for us because 
you can go to a restaurant like this is a big problem for me because I'm a very musical person. When I go to a restaurant and there's a song playing, I might have never heard it in my entire life, but it, it, it sticks to me. Right. And I'm just like, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus, do something about this because I don't want to be ministered incorrectly. Incorrectly. I want I want I want to be pure for God right. too, you know. I don't I don't want as catchy as it is, I don't want to be contaminated by the things that are not mm. for the Lord and from the Lord. Because I know what it can do to my soul. And like that, what I was saying, you know, sometimes we're a little bit masochistic because, okay, I'm sad. So I'm going to listen to every single depressing song in the world to cry my eyes out. Mm -hmm. No, when you're sad, go to the Lord. And yes, cry your eyes out in his presence when there is comfort. But it's a lot harder to do that, right? It is hard, but there's a challenge, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a challenge. Yeah, you want to say I was gonna just say that um, the more we fill our uh, what we fill ourselves with, I, I used to love when Danny used to tell us in uh, class. Uh, the very few times I got to be his helper, he would always say like, "Whatever you feed, either your spirit or your flesh, that's what you become," and that's what the Bible says in Proverbs twenty three seven. You are what you think, mm -hmm. and if what you're con like, I don't know if you've seen any uh, youth or even adult like that doesn't have AirPods or uh, earphones. That's a lie. Like all of them have them in and constantly listening to something, and these become our thoughts and when they become our every thought every moment that's what we become so if you're constantly listening to songs about drugs and sex guess what's going to happen you're going to want to try drugs and sex because after listening to it so many times how are you going to want to do anything else yes. that's why when we listen to the music of the lord we are drawn to him we're like wow i didn't even know that uh god loves me that much what where should i read this where can i find this you know we become curious is that right Is that really what the word of God says? Uh, like, I know that there's a song in Spanish that says, um, I will be less uh, for the cause of the Lord, I guess. I'm not I will really. make myself vile. Yeah, uh, for the cause of the Lord. And at first I was like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. These people don't know what they're writing. But then I read the story of David literally becoming vile in the eyes of his wife in order to please the Lord. And he told her, like, I don't care what you think, you know, I'll be vile in order to dance for you, in order to, like, pour my heart out for you. So I think, like, the more uh, we don't understand, the more we're curious about, that's what we go looking for. So I think it's definitely better that we are curious for Jesus. And and just so we can move on, it says, can you be bound or tied to music? And I think the answer is yes. Yes. Right? We're musical beings. Yeah. Or two things, right? Or it can lead you to be bound to something, right? Because if you listen to sex, 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 and you finally yes, try what? it. Yeah. You try it, you're going to be bound to sex. Because yes. sex is definitely a tying or a bounding. Mm -hmm. Also, drugs. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on that. Uh, um, money. Yes. It's the root of all evil. So if you, if you, if you start seeing what music's about now, it's just it's, about all that. It's all about dirty stuff yeah dirty stuff and that's exactly so danny so you're telling me that i might be tied to music maybe not tied to the specific music but it can lead you to something that ties you down forever music can be used to tie you to a to a bigger thing yes. you, you know that's exactly what the devil wants he's gonna be sneaky he's gonna use super Whatever catchy songs and you're gonna be like wow i really like this yes that's the point if sin was something that wasn't you know um pleasant we wouldn't sin mm. yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna it's gonna be appealing to you this is gonna be appealing to you why because that's the strategy mm. and that's that's the really interesting thing because maybe in the moment you're not gonna want to hear anything like you're not gonna want to hear a praise song or a worship song but that is a challenge you know just telling telling your your soul 
You are not in command. My spirit is in control. The Holy Spirit is in control of my life. And I will not give the, the flesh what it wants. I will mm. give the spirit what it desires. Because we will thirst after things. And we can thirst after the salty waters, after the bitter waters of the world. Like that, what I was saying, when you start hearing this music, you're like, oh, I didn't even know Jesus loved me that much. How can I know more? So you start thirsting after this that filled you. But if you start hearing about drugs and sex and depression and whatever, you know, you will start thirsting also about this. You will become curious about it. But the fountain that the world gives will not satisfy you mm. ever. But the fountain that God gives you will satisfy you as wow. soon as you try it. Just like you told that... Uh That that woman that had five uh, five five husband. Yeah. She says, if you ever, if you ever drink from this fountain, you yes. will never go thirsty again. You wanted to say something? Yeah, I was gonna say that. Um, I think it's uh kind of like tied to the next question just a little bit. Um, but I I think we forget that, for example, we are influenced by this music, right? But the person who wrote this music was influenced by something as well. I agree. Yes. So I think it's important to understand, like, because a lot of people will go and say uh, questions like, yeah, but what if it says no words besides like beepity boppity bop? You know, like, is that still a sin? And it, like, like Danny was saying in the beginning, like, is this gonna stop your salvation? No, but is it gonna maybe um, influence your spirit? to stray from the Lord. Yeah, maybe that beepity boppity boop was like an I love you code in satanic language, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not being like extreme or anything and I'm just being like um, funny because I don't really know any satanic language to give you guys a good example. Um, thankfully. <laughs> yes, yeah. thankfully. Um, but yeah, it's very important to know, like for example, like a classical music or jazz, uh, whatever it may be, like, okay, sure, maybe it has no lyrics, but what influenced them to write that? Uh, what what was their their goal? Who were who was it directed towards? What did it want to please? Because yeah. that's how music is, right? It's it has a purpose, a reason behind it. And if we don't know it and we let that minister us, that is what we are also, I guess you could say, serving or being ministered by. And you know, there's something interesting about this, like classical and jazz. There were some people who were writing these pieces for the Lord. So why don't you just look mm -hmm. them up? You want jazz? You want to hear jazz, but you don't know what which Christians artists there are behind it? Then do it. God gave you creativity. To you. I, I feel like sometimes we say it's because there's no Christian that did it. So be the first one. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, there there was a musical school over there, and they were like they were giving singing lessons, but it was a, a musical school that that one of our you know hermanos opened. Yeah. So they were giving singing lessons, and to rehearse, they were giving you know secular music so we were like what's up like yeah, what you doing and then they were like oh it's because no christian is doing it okay then start right and then we started seeing how christians could you know be the change you don't see anyone playing classical music for the lord then ask god to give you this enlightening and, and just just go with it mm. just write something classical for the lord just do you want to hear jazz for the lord do it yourself Oh, it's because no one is using that technique in the Christian world. Be the first one. You, I feel like sometimes we think there aren't any resources, but because we don't actually want to look for the resources. Mm -hmm. But if there, if there was a case where there really isn't a resource and you want to practice a technique or whatever it is, then be the resource. Mm -hmm. You know, you can oh, make yeah. the change. Imagine how many people would be blessed if instead of excuses, we would start making things that don't even exist yet. We'd be creative like God. Yeah. I feel like this is very important. Es que um, 
I haven't ever heard a person who sings for God who does like the whistle and like can control it. Can you do it? <laughs> Then do it. Start training yourself to do right. it and to be to be an example for other people so that they don't have to go out and look in the world. Mm. Be that person. I agree. I honestly completely agree. And that's why that's why I think this also is tied to our next question, right? It says can worldly sounding Christian music can affect us too. And I feel like look, we have to understand that we live in the world, right? So it's not like you're going to come up with the new uh even though I, we can but celestial beats don't sound like the world right right i i don't know yeah. if you're I'm, i'm making i'm making a fool yes. of myself but I'm, i feel like well for example um they tell me um hey danny can can i rap and sing about christ and i'm like yeah i mean we listen to the song with the with the youth it's called barre de Midos. it's the only song i like <laughs> it's called in the nombre de jesus oh i love that song. and it's dude what it says it's like it's powerful bible. it's yeah bible. and i told i even showed my daddy he was like wow Actually, this is not bad, and I was like, "Oh, you see, so there is." I think I think we also have to see the people's testimony, right? And we can't yes. we can't forget. For example, there's another song that was super Christian, super super church like, right? And and as it was the he, uh, healer by Hillsong. It was a long time ago, so this guy ended up turning to be like some guy addicted to pornography, and he was lying to the whole church that he had cancer for money. And then they were saying, "So we sing it here in the youth," and we had some youth saying, "Why are we singing that song?" If that, and I'm like. Yes, but his gift was given by God, and the song is a beautiful song. I, I, if we go in the car today, I'll show it to you. And it's a beautiful song. Like God is my healer. Yeah. God is, and I'm just like, this is all biblical. So well, we were talking about in the in the last episode, God is going to use you in the end. Exactly, <laughs> that you become something horrible is your choice. Right. But that God's going to use you is you. So can we use worldly, you know, worldly music that? Uh, worldly, sorry, worldly sounding Christian music. Can affect us. I think um, I always like to say this to the youth, and I'm gonna say something. Yeah, I, I know she has. I just want to say my piece, so then she can go. I I'm gonna say what worked for me, just like you said. What worked for me? For me, I used worldly sounding music as a crutch, and I used it because I was deep, deep into all the bad music, into hip hop, rock. I used to like every type of music, and I used it as a crutch to get out. And now, if you catch me listening to music, you catch me listening to your mom, and it's like, like it's like super, like right from hip hop to that music. You're like, Danny, what happened to you, right? And then I'm like, yeah, but I transitioned. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't ever like a, oh, okay, now I like, you know, now I like, um, you know, Hebrew sounding music. No, I like <laughs> it now because I love it. But back then, I used to be like, dude, this sucks. I don't want to listen to this. I feel like it can be a good transition thing. Exactly. Um, I was going to say that um, I think it's very important to take into consideration culture. For yes. example, um, if we I was just talking to somebody about this and we were talking about how if you go to like Africa, right, and you go into one of their African churches, they're not playing Jewish music, guys. No, they're, they're, playing, no, they're not. Yeah, at all. They're playing their music with godly lyrics. You know, that's that's their culture. Um, now, for example, like for me, it's not edifying to listen to Christian reggaeton. Why? Because at one point, I really liked reggaeton. And what it brings me back to is those nice. emotions. So I am being nostalgic and wishing I could be listening to something else while listening to something that comes close enough. And I don't think that's the kind of praise and worship my God deserves. But see, that's like that's a boundary for me. Right. But if for you, Danny, the reggaeton in Christian is super edifying, I'm not saying that it is. Maybe it could be, I don't know, whatever you like. Um, if it is, you know, then good for you. I, I think that we need to 
to stop uh, pointing fingers to what other people, our spirits tell us and tell like force other people to do the same thing and just start listening to our own spirit, you know, which God's spirit in us and telling us what is good for our hearts and our boundaries because we all have different ones. I may struggle in something that Anna doesn't struggle in. Anna may struggle in something that Danny doesn't struggle in. Um, so yeah, I think it's important to take all of that into consideration because many people do believe that the B is what determines sinful or not. I think, and I and I really appreciate you saying this about culture because, for example, for us, okay, here in the states, for even I said at least the majority of us are Hispanic. Right. So we have already like in our culture, <laughs> this Christian sounding music is one way. But if you go to another country. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that it's their music for God. You know, it's it's their Christian sounding music, you yeah. know? That is what it sounds like for them. And I've always thought about this. I always think that holiness isn't how how hard you are on others, like how tough you are on other on others and how merciful you are to yourself, but it's the other way around. How merciful you are to others while being strict with yourself because you know yourself better than anyone. Mm. You know, you can set limits for yourself, but you can't set limits for the rest. Mm-hmm. Like reggaeton, I never dance reggaeton, so I don't like it. It's just it's, it's not catchy, a, but that's it, right? It's it's never been a thing for me because I never heard it. Right. I, I, I never found it nice either. So it might not really be a thing for me, but I can't expect to put my boundaries on Deborah's holiness. No, yeah. because she knows what boundaries work for her, for her to live an honorable, holy life for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I know what limits work for me. And I also think that this is very important. Who has told us what music is from God and what music is not? You know what has determined that? Our past. Mm. And it's what they were saying. Oh, it's because in the past, when I was far away from God, I Mm -hmm. used to hear this and that. So now that you're in Christ, you hear this and that, and you're reminded of it, then you set the boundary. But maybe for someone who has never heard a song, imagine, maybe, we don't even know this, but maybe some people think or hear about our Christian-sounding music. They're like, oh, no, 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 that is bad music. We don't know if, if that rhythm, if that beat was sinful for them. At some point of their lives. you We can't say God only moves in these four walls. Mm-hmm. This is not who Christ is. And, Christ and, created, Jesus created, God created all types of music. The use we gave it, that's up to us. Yeah. But you know, it can be a blessing for other people. It just can't be a blessing for you. Then you I set agree. the limit. I was going to say, and imagine people that were into Judaism hear you know he hebrew type of music they'll be like oh my god get this out of here you know exactly and that's all we we yes. kind of uh, and to us it's like the holiest of holiest right like right, us, right. to us it's like a holy music you know we sing the uh you know everything almost all our music it yeah. sounds like resembles like uh um what's a hebrew hebrew music right and it's so crazy that you say that because it makes so much sense right i feel like and honestly, what you said just became such a big rama, right? Like, it, <laughs> holiness is not about, you know, how hard you are on people, but how hard you are on yourself. And I think that's what people need to understand. They need to start being true to their own self. And I don't mean that as in the LGBTQ type of way, but true to himself and through Christ. Yes. So, oh, how can I be true to myself? Compare yourself with Christ. Yes. Don't compare yourself to Anna. Don't compare yourself to Deborah. Don't compare, don't compare yourself. Don't compare yourself to me. Yes. Compare yourself to Christ. And if uh, how short or how well nobody can overpass Jesus Christ, but you know how short or small you feel, uh, you know towards Christ. That's the way you should. Oh, I need to start growing in my music. 
I was gonna give you guys an example that when we started uh, the youth, um, uh, my sister was helping me, and she continues to help me. Uh, we we started reading the Bible, and it was such a hard thing to read the Bible with the kids. <laughs> they were like, "No!" So we started doing. Remember, we started doing the music, and they would give us like a little two paragraph deal every week. They would give us a paragraph. So, long story short, we started reading First Corinthians. And I stumbled in something you love, which is called Streetlight Bible. I love it. And I stumbled upon it, and I was like, this is so cool. Like, honestly, it is so awesome. And I, I and honestly, shout out to Streetlight Bible, because they have Instagram and everything. <laughs> so they hear us. I hope they, you know, they, they make beats for us, because that would be so amazing. They make beats and read the Bible. That's and beautiful. I remember the other that a lot of people were saying, oh, that's not, that's not, uh, I even got pulled into the pastor's, the pastor's office for saying that. I was listening to worldly music during to the rap, class. To a rap oh, song. To rap a song. <laughs> and oh I was God. looking at it and Inner I put it. Is a bliss. And then I put it for the people and I was like, listen to what it says. And it says, for, uh, you know, first, first of Corinthians. Corinthians. <laughs> no, not, you know, uh, and then uh. and it says, literally, they speak over the, and it's so edifying. And people are like, oh, I like this. And I'm like, yes, you, you like it. And you don't even know that you're feeding your spirit. Yes. You don't even know. I, I don't even know what they're saying. Don't worry. People say, I don't even understand what they're saying. Don't worry. It's a word. <laughs> just okay. just continue listening. Oh, what do I do when I'm done with it? Listening to it again. Oh, do I go to on? Yes, dude. Finish all the books. Finish everything. And they always turn out to be like, oh, now I understand why the Bible is this. Oh, I understand why the Bible is that. And it's so so beautiful to see that. You know, this is this is something very important for us. The Bible is, is going to feed you, right? And mm. it's going to make your life better but you know what we should do like as as a church as the people of god make it easier for others mm -hmm. i'm not saying make it easier and like um sugarcoat the bible or just cut out some certain parts no make it easier for them give them tools like this street light bible you know it's so nice because it makes it easier for someone who's barely getting to know the lord Someone who's barely starting to read their Bible. For someone who's beginning in like the steps of the Lord, reading the Bible is hard. Like we don't say this because we're scared to be judged, but it is true. It is hard. Reading the Bible is hard if you're not used to it. If you just you're barely coming to the Lord and you have to read this big Bible and understand everything, it's easier if we give you tools that make it easier for mm. you. You know the race this race in the gospel and this race till the end to to meet jesus face to face it's not a race of obstacles it's not an obstacle race but we make it an obstacle race mm. by yeah, making things by making things so hard for other people we're like oh this was hard for me it has to be hard for you instead of being like you know what i struggled with this but you know what got me through street light bible take yeah, it this that boom. we have to give tools for people to have it not to have it easier i i hope you understand what i mean with this to to make it easier for them to follow the Lord. We have to give them tools to make it easier for them to be like, oh, I did not know the word of God was so beautiful and easy to understand. Now I know. We expect them to be reading in Hebrew when they're barely like <laughs> two days in the Lord. Give them a standard version. And then they can go to a King James. And then they can go to his like, you know, everything else that comes from it. But give them... Baby steps, you know, baby steps are important. And Anna, I can actually testify to this because this is exactly what happened to our youth. Like in the beginning, 
I feel like we would read them a, any Bible verse and they would be like, that, you know, what are you saying? What does this mean? And they all, we all started, we all decided, okay, from now on, we're all going to read ERV, which is the easy to read version. And honestly, it was really simple. Like sometimes I was like, oh my God, this lacks flavor. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it, it did. But they started understanding it. And then all of a sudden, I don't even remember, they would start asking, hey, so what version should we start reading now? And it was like, okay, here, let's let's move to this one. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, did you know that in the strong? And I'm like, um, so <laughs> when did we get here? And yeah. how did I not notice? Because that's what the word of God does. Like you said, it makes you thirsty. And guys, uh, just just so we can just so we can recap and we can uh, actually. Um, I feel so good with this like with this episode right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I never it's, want to stop. It's, it's so beautiful, right? Yeah, but it's it's so, it's so crazy because actually your father says this a lot, and he says. I want you to start from my shoulders up. And I think that's what I think. I think that's so beautiful what you just said. And we, what, what I just said, we have to make this easier, not harder. So which way, which way is it to influence? Which way do we influence? We influence in the right way. Daniel, yes, well, duh, right? And we make it, yeah, but make it easier. You know what I mean? So we started with music and we ended up to saying, you know, um, you know, what, what type of, how to start, you know, how to influence the right way. But I want to tell you guys that the right way to influence is, is just not to have it where you are at this point i don't know if that made sense yes, right like, yes. don't expect people to know what you already know exactly don't 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 put everybody oh i've been here you know 10 years and i know this everything like this no wait remember when you barely started yes. remember what happened to you the first year the second year the third year how hard it was how many times you guys you fell and if you see people struggling with the same problems i suggest you you know Stick out your arm and help them out, guys. And I want to say thank you um, once again, Hannah. Thank you very much. I think thank I'm gonna guys. end up calling you like on WhatsApp to have you another another one. But um, to everybody else, guys, God bless you guys. Thank you guys for uh, choosing once again the encounter. God bless you guys, and I hope this was a blessing. Take care, guys. Now.